production. Now to your host. Well, hello there, and welcome to another edition of the seventh inning. That was pretty good. That was good. That was good. It was a good comeback one. I missed that. It, your your camera didn't freeze either. It's always that one spot, and this time it didn't freeze. So yeah, I like that. Maybe it's because you move so fast. Like it's like it's such a fast moving movement. Your camera can't keep up. But anyways, uh, anyways, welcome to the seventh inning stretch. My name is Logan. I'm your host as always, and with me as always is Josh Eduardo's. And we also have. Is he even a special guest anymore? He's more like chopped uh, liver. Like he's been he's with like us for like. Guest. Four weeks now, so uh, Darren from Fat Boy Fadeaway, also part of VSN. Yes, How you sir. doing? I'm good. Just part now. I feel like maybe I'm part of the bench now. Maybe riding the end. The coach yeah. still still trying to make the starting lineup a little bit. So we'll get there. You're, you're so, like yeah. the reliever. Exactly. I'll be yeah, um, into the rotation. I'll make good money. I'm okay with that. Darren, <laughs> I need to warn you though. Listen, even though we're partners with far end of the bench, we cannot legally say far end of the bench. So just be careful whenever you say the bench word. Otherwise, oh, okay, Jimmy okay. and Nico get really pissed off. Oh, okay. Uh, gotcha, 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 Josh, gotcha. how are you doing? Today was a Monday of Mondays, but Monday is almost over, and I'm ready to work the next four days. So yeah. let's rock and roll. We got a five-game set with the Cubs as a Cardinal fan, so I'm excited about that, even though the Cubs are playing really, really good baseball right now, which makes it even more fun of a series. Good. It needs to be like that. Um yeah, so sorry we were not available on Friday. We have big stuff going on in the VSN network area. I got to stop saying that. The VSN YouTube area and the shows area and everything area. So keep on keep a lookout for that. But anyways, we have news today, so we're not going to do topics like we normally do on Mondays, but um, let's get right into it. Uh, first of all, Texas Rangers fired uh, their manager, Chris Woodward, last week. Um, Woodward had been the manager of the team since 2019. Uh, 211, he had a 211 uh, and 287 win-loss record uh, for a 424 winning percentage. Um, this wasn't really shocking that it happened. It was shocking to me that it happened now and not at the end of the season. Um, it seems kind of weird and pointless, but I don't know. That's the Rangers can do it. Um, and then that kind of leads into the next piece, which is uh, the Rangers were uh, not done, and they fired longtime GM John Daniels a couple of days after that. Uh, yeah, so they're just cleaning house and getting ready for this uh, big uh, dynasty, hopefully, that they are thinking that they're going to have. Um, I think yes. Woodward – what? Two years. Oh, no, next year. I think next year. No, I'm calling it. It's going to take two years. Next year they'll be good, but two years they'll be a World Series, World Series contender. Oh, okay, okay, that's what you're talking about. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Um, but, yeah, I think Woodward was not really a playoff manager, um, so they want to get – they're going to get a seasoned veteran. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and predict that it's going to be Mike Schilt uh, who takes over in the offseason. Uh, but, Josh, what do you think? I think it's a good call. For once, I really agree with you. I think it's a real good call. <laughs> That's not for once. Well, okay. On the rare occasion. There you go. Way to move your camera so we can see your curly head. Oh, my gosh, this thing. Anyway. Darren, have you noticed he's got pubes for hair and he's trying to show it off? Oh, my gosh. 
<laughs> it's prime time where you guys are, I guess. You're allowed to show that. It's late enough there. Kids are still up here. Come on, Logan. This is my Coke head, okay? <laughs> my Coke bed head. Um, so, what do you, uh, Darren, what do you think of the uh, Rangers firing their GM and their manager? Uh, I mean, like I told you guys, I think the first time I jumped on, I have a friend that's a big fan of the Rangers, so I kind of followed him a little bit. And I was going to actually, when I knew I was going to be on with you guys, I asked him what he thought about the, the move and stuff like that. And uh, I kind of, my thoughts too, that I just think it was, uh, like you said, it was kind of, it was coming. It would maybe happen a, a month, couple months before the season. But I mean, here's his records over the time 78 and 84, 22 and 38 COVID, 60 and 102 last year, 11 games under 500 this year. And all those full seasons, they gave up over 800 runs. So I'm saying, like, pitching is always the problem in Texas. So the manager is one thing, but like, they just honestly don't have, I feel like, the pitching to get it done. I do say watching Rangers games, though, he did not manage a bullpen very well. I, that would be – he did not. Like, there would be times where, like, there was a game this year where the, he's, the A's were playing him, and John Gray was – he gave up one hit in seven innings, and he took him out with 95 pitches. And then the A's come back, have a chance to win. They lose, but you get my point. He's like, what yeah. you know, he's done stuff like that over the years. So, I'm a little – and with Daniels getting fired, they just have made bad trades. Like, they, the thing – I told you guys this last time, it made no sense, Josh, to me, like – they went in complete rebuild a couple years ago, and then this year they spend five hundred million dollars on Seager and Simeon. I, 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 that's where I just don't get it. So to me, you guys are being nice when you say yeah. playoff contention in two years. To me, you guys are like you're looking on things going all the right way. So that could happen. They do have some young talent. Uh, Josh, well, yeah, go ahead. Said, let me go on here. So because they spent that five hundred million on those two players, yeah, you got a core to the middle of your infield. Now you guys can turn double plays left and right. And you fill in the gaps. Um, first baseman and third baseman, you can do what you need to do there. The market's going to be a little bit open in the offseason for that. Outfielders are a dime a dozen. You just got to find guys who can show up and hit for 275 average with a decent OPS and a decent OPS plus. You know, take all the stats, statistical puzzle pieces and put them together. Um, the Rangers could pull a money ball move here in the offseason and start trying to put things together. I their pitching seems to be the problem to me uh, with the bolstered infield at this point, but I don't think they're that far away. I mean, I think they're closer than the Cubs. I think they're closer than Pittsburgh or Cincinnati or Oakland. Well, yeah. And with the division um, they're in, I mean, Houston eventually is going to start coming down. So there's a chance, especially if Seattle doesn't take off. Yeah. Um, well, like – they explained, you know, getting Corey Seager because if you look at the twenty, what is it, twenty twenty three class, uh, free agent class, there's not, it's not, it's pretty slim pickings. Um, I mean, there's Aaron Judge, there's Wilson Contreras, Trey Turner, uh, and there's a couple others, but it's it's pretty slim pickings. Whereas last year was one of the biggest and best free agent classes we've had in a while. Um, so they said, you know, we went and got Marcus Marcus Simeon and Corey Seager because even though we're not prepared to win right now, we're preparing because we know that if we give them a $10 million contract or a 10 year contract, we'll be able, they're going to fit into this pl uh, plan that we have. And if you, I mean, you look at their team, their top prospects, they have a third base, uh, third baseman who's uh, their number one prospect. Um, I can't remember where he ranks. Uh I can't find it right now, but uh, I don't know where he ranks in the top 100. But 
Um, I just don't trust their pitching. I, I just, I mean, like even with Lighter and the other guy they just drafted, I mean, I did. I feel like there's always like some hiccups there. I, I need to see more from the Rangers from a track record. They have that little stretch, I know, with yeah. Ron Washington and that. But come on, my whole life they've really over. They've either underachieved big time or always just been mediocre. So I, that's I. Just, it's hard for me to have a lot of faith in what within the with their things. But I agree with you on Simeon and Seager. This seems like a lot of money to throw at guys that are 29 years old. Well, yeah, and the next year, I mean, because they're really excited about this Tavares kid. Yeah. And they also have Adolis Garcia. Um, they're going to get Aaron Judge in the offseason. You're welcome, Josh. Uh, they uh, And Jack, Jack Leiter and uh, Kumar yeah, Rocker, who – Well, they also have Evan Carter is an outfielder ranked 59th overall in prospects. Owen White is a right-handed pitcher ranked 62nd overall in the top 100. Yeah. Um, they also have yes. Justin – Foscu at second base to come up and do whatever they want to do with him or trade him for players. And then they got Brock Forder in the top 194 as a right-handed pitcher. Yeah. So they have so, some guys in the pipeline where in two or two, maybe three years, okay, maybe, maybe give them a little bit more space there to be a playoff contender. That yeah, that was really fair. my point. I mean, they got they got guys in the pipeline is what I should have said. I shouldn't that's have fair. mentioned the free agent market. But, I mean, it, you look back two years ago at the draft um, – you know, teams were like, we have to choose between Kumar Rocker and Jack Leiter. And Kumar Rocker ended up uh, declining uh, the Mets deal, uh, going to the Mets. So he played for an uh, alternative team. And then he came back, and then he got drafted by the uh, <laughs> the Rangers. So they pretty much have two number one yeah. uh, picks in that are ready to go pretty much, well, not now, but next year. Yeah. So um, that's got to be pretty exciting for them. Um, they're probably they're not done for sure, but I think next these uh, this offseason you're going to see some trades, and you're also going to see some uh, big uh, free agency moves. So I've been saying this for the whole season. Um, I think Ranger fans need to be very excited. Um, Darren, do you know who you think? Do you have an idea of who should manage this team? You think Ron Washington should come back and? No, I think they got to move on from that. I think they got to, you know, that one to me, he, he kind of did his job there at that point there. Uh, I, I honestly haven't heard anything on any Rangers rumors or anything like that with, uh, with anybody coming back. I don't, I don't really have any thought on that. I, I had heard the name you you had said too, but yeah, no, no thoughts on the manager yet. Mike Schilt, the greatest uh, Cardinals manager of all time. He didn't real quick on Garcia. Wasn't he? I hear is, is was he actually a, Car- a Cardinals original prospect though? Who Garcia? I heard somebody. I heard he was. I was like, I was shocked if the Cardinals. Oh, Adolis Garcia. Yeah. yeah, he he was a top. No, he wasn't a top prospect. I don't think. Okay. Um, when somebody said that, I was like, was, wow, the Cardinals don't usually give up on guys like that. But well, maybe it too late. It, they kind of released him because he wasn't doing well with the Cardinals. They brought yeah. him up into the majors, and he wasn't doing well. So they they released him. And that was kind of during the 2018-19 thing where they got rid of Randy Rosarina, Adolis yeah. Garcia, Patrick Wisdom. Uh, yeah. And so it was kind of it was kind of a sad time to be a Cardinal fan. <laughs> so you were like, oh, yeah, we're going to keep Harrison Bader and Tyler O'Neill, but we're going to get rid of Adolis Garcia and uh, who was the other outfielder? Oh, Randy Rosarina. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
yeah, so that was <laughs> that was a kick in the balls for sure. <laughs> but uh, anyways, uh, do we have anything else we want to talk about on this topic before we move on? Okay, let's move on to the Braves side. Uh, Michael Harris and the Braves agreed to an eight-year, $72 million uh, contract extension. Uh, Michael Harris this season is a rookie. Uh, he has a, in 287 plate appearances, he has a 283 batting average, 321 on base, 813 OPS, and a 121 OPS plus, 12 home runs, and 41 RBIs this season. Uh, the contract covers two pre-arbitration years, four arbitration years, and two free agent years. Uh, the contract also includes two club options, uh, one for 2030, which would be $15 million, uh, with a $5 million buyout, and 2031, which would be valued at $20 million, uh, with a $5 million buyout also. Uh, Harris will be 29 years old when the contract is up in 2029. Um, this, I mean, this to me is just another, like, everyone talks about and I've started to hear it a lot more lately, and I guess because of Albert Pujols being Albert Pujols, but, like, everyone talks about the Cardinals' magic. There's Braves' magic. Like, somehow they are able to trance you in. They bring you into, you know, the Braves' organization, and you're like, hey, you're going you're gonna to go ahead and sign with us for $5 million a year because we know you're going to be a star, and this is going to be a steal in about three years. I mean, they got Ronald Acuna Jr., for like what is it uh like eight years a hundred million dollars uh, yeah. I believe that's the contract and uh Ozzy Albies for five years thirty five million dollars and um even Matt Olson they have Matt Olson for uh eight years um what is it two uh one hundred sixty eight million so I mean this is just a great pickup for the Braves because even if he's a bust it's not gonna hurt you financially too much. Um, in the long run. So, so yeah, this is just awesome by the Braves. Um, in about five years, we're going to be like, my gosh, the Braves just stole Michael Harris, the third best outfielder in the game for $72 million. Like, I can't believe he, he held out for that long, but apparently he's born in, uh, Georgia too. He's a Braves fan and all these Braves fans want to play for Georgia and they're, and they're even, uh, looking to sign Swanson too, uh, or extend Swanson, and he's a homegrown uh, Georgia fan too. So, um, Josh, what do you think about this? I think Harris uh, sold himself short. Um, yeah. Even on that length of a deal, I mean, I would have wanted on that length of a deal, I would have won 100 million um, as my first big contract. Uh, that's not damaging to the team. That's good for you. That sets your family up. It gives you a nice little nest egg, and you can do what you want the rest of your career. Um, and if you get better, even at what you say, there's going to be 29 at the end of that contract, then you get to go get another big contract because you are securely in your prime for another five to six years. Yeah. And if the bat stays good with the DH everywhere, you're in your prime for another seven to eight years. Uh, so <clears throat> the Braves win again. Uh, they do this all the time with the contracts. They score great players. Yeah, the Braves had a wall there for a while where they weren't, you know, top dogs. Um, they're always in it, but they weren't the dominant team that they were in the 90s. I mean, it, it's – and not to bring St. Louis baseball into this, but it's similar to the St. Louis Cardinals organization. They are two fantastic 
organizations. They've been around forever. They have great reputations. They have great fans. They're in good cities. This is what happens. With, this is why baseball is one of the best sports out there, and it's a, it's a shame that the younger generation doesn't get into the game. Um, the game is about more than just the game itself. It's about the relationship players have with the city and the towns and the organizations and, and what it does to provide avenues for others. This is where I get romantic about baseball. Um, I feel the same way about hockey, where football and basketball don't have those kind of connections, in my opinion. Hockey does that in, in hockey cities. And Logan hates hearing me talk about hockey, sorry. But it, you see this in St. Louis with hockey. St. Louis is a hockey hotbed. I mean, they do everything to grow the sport in the city of St. Louis. Chicago also is a big hockey city. All the, all the Canadian t- t- uh, areas, they're all hockey centralized because that's what you play in Canada. But with baseball, it's teams like the Cardinals. It's the Braves, ah, the Cubs. <laughs> you know, it's the Reds organization. It's these fans that don't go away. Even Darren's team, Oakland. I mean, the fans are still fans of the team, and they haven't been good in – Darren, can you give me a number here? How long? Fifteen years? Two well, years? No, 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 no. We've always been. No. We made the playoffs yeah. three years ago. Yeah, but I yeah, mean, like they, World they, Series they, driven. When was the last time they were World Series caliber? Uh, probably like ten. Well, they made the okay. ALCS for like two thousand what six? I think. Okay, there you go. Yeah, that's, that's what I was trying to refer to. Was uh, it the walk off by Ordonez? Was it Aglio Ordonez? Yeah, off Houston Street. Was it the street? I thought it was Balfour for some reason. No, Balfour was uh, on the teams in way later. He was about mm, ten years. Yeah. But that, that's it's just it's what these cities do, and and these kids who grow up loving baseball, they want to go play for their home team. And when you get the opportunity, sometimes you know you can make more, but because you want to play there, you'll take less. And it's smart. It's smart by that player because that 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 means he knows. There's more money to put talent around him to win a championship for the team he wants to win the championship with. I give Harry – I don't know how the deal went down. I don't know the details. If that's the angle that Harris took, I would pat him on the back, and he's the kind of player I would want in the Cardinals organization. Um, If it's just what the Braves offered him, he said, heck, I'll take it because I want to play for the Braves. Cool. Good for them. They stole him. He's – I don't think he's going to be the third best outfielder in the league, not at least for five or six years. Uh, but he'll probably be a top ten outfielder for the next decade. Yeah, um, yeah, I I agree with you, what you guys said about the Braves organization. I mean, forever. I, you know, the, the, I've always liked the Braves, not liked them, but I've always kind of been annoyed by their announcers and stuff like that. Going back because they were always on TBS and all that stuff, so they were always on TV. Even as a West Coast team, I got to always see them, so it was nice to have a game on. So I agree with you on that. They kind of remind me of the Indians a little bit when they went through that little run when they had. Uh, when they signed all those guys young, when they had uh, what was it, Kenny Lofton, they signed Tomei, they signed Ramirez, they oh, signed, yeah, they signed all these guys young, kind of kept that core together. Vizquel, they signed, and they went on that little run in the late '90s, early 2000s. So that's kind of what it reminds me a little bit. The Braves are just smart. Now think about it. They traded mm-hmm. the A's, which was their top center field prospect, which was ahead of Harris. So yeah. they probably knew something ahead of time, knowing Harris. They liked maybe Harris more. They trade Christian Pastor, the A's, in that Olsen deal. They bring yeah. up Harris. That's now – and he's playing in what's Pash back in the minors. So the Braves are just pretty smart like that. They, they know their own players better than other organizations. 
maybe it's because they scout him, like you guys said, in state quite a bit there. So uh, I think it's a great deal for the Braves. I heard him say in an interview that the reason he didn't want to take more, he's happy with an annual nine million a year salary is he just wants to get the he just wants to be taken care of. And he'll and he yeah. said he'll still be a free agent by the time he's thirty. So that's what his thought process is. So yeah. It's it's hard to bet on yourself when you're a rookie too. I mean, that's just one of those things. Which I mean, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. It's it's still uh, I mean a lot of money, and I'd kill for that. I mean, I'd, yeah. sell, my, I'd sell my body for seventy eight million. Sell but yeah. but uh, yeah, it's I mean it's but I mean let's talk about the uh, Braves organization for a second because uh, they're in talks of extending Dan to be Swanson. Uh, like I said, they extended Matt Olson for one hundred sixty eight million. Uh, Michael Harris for 72 at uh, Austin Riley for 212 million all this season. Um, they, and like I said, they have Ozzy Albies uh, who's locked up for another th- three years, I believe. Uh, and like that entire core is young and they're locked up. Uh, Travis or William Contreras, I think is the only player who's not really locked up. Um, and so that's just, I mean, it's interesting. Uh, Swanson, like most of the players grew up in Georgia and, uh, is expected to give a hometown discount, uh, like, uh, Javier Baez or not Javier Baez, uh, Xavier Bogarts, um, uh, contract. Uh, that was what I was hearing. So, uh, I think it was like two twelve seven million or seven years. Um, so yeah. I mean, if they if they extend Swanson, that's gonna that's gonna set them up for a good a good while, especially on the hitting side. Oh yeah, um, yeah, for sure. They still got Freed and those guys. They got to sign probably eventually, but we'll go from there. Yeah, yeah, Freed. Well, f- yeah, Freed and uh, well now the Wright, guys are pretty young. Wright and Strider, yeah, but they have plenty of time with them. Uh, with those newer kids, um, I don't know about Soroka if they're going to try to keep him, but yeah, that'll be interesting. They're just they're just really, really good at on all cylinders. They're good at developing. They're good at uh, scouting. They're good at uh, you know getting you early and betting on you early. Basically, um, something the Cardinals are not good at with Paul DeYoung apparently, uh, <laughs> but luckily they only they're done with him after next year. Uh, but yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty impressive to me. Um, it's very impressive. Josh, do you have anything else you want to say on that one? The Braves are loading up, man. They're they're gonna they're gonna try to be competitors for the next five to seven years. Um, if I'm a Braves fan, I am stoked. Yeah. Even if we don't win this year, I'm like, who cares? Our window is huge. Um, baseball teams don't typically get big windows like this. Uh, Atlanta's setting it up to have a huge long window where. They can cycle through the players. They can. They need to cycle through, but they have that core, and that those young guys that are going to be that core are going to grow together. And that locker room is going to become very, very tight. And in the down times and the hard times, um, you know, August, uh, they're going to be able to power the team through and, and keep the team in check. Um, I would be very, very excited if I was a Braves fan right now. Yeah. Um, they also have Vaughn Grisham who's coming up, and oh my gosh, he. He's doing pretty well. Um, he's off to an unreal start. Yeah, he's yeah. I, I watched him play against the Astros, and that was that was amazing. Um, I saw this tweet. Uh, Mike Trout con- Mike Trout's contract is four hundred twenty six million. 
uh, dollars. Uh, Ronald Acuna, Ozzy Albies, on, uh, Austin Riley, Michael Harris contracts combined is for $419 million. I mean, they, that's, just, that's where that's exactly. And that's not, that's not how you build a team like the angels do. I mean, that's, yeah. you're right. That's just right. Right there. That tells you everything you need to know, <laughs> yeah. which, yeah. I mean, Mike Trout is Mike Trout, but man, it's when you don't have anything else there, it's, it's pretty bad. No. Um, but yeah, that's pretty, uh, that's pretty impressive. And I hope uh, all the players on the team are actually happy about that. They're not like, I'm sure Acuna is not happy, but um, anyways, uh, so let's talk about the Yankees uh, are five and 14 in the month of August. Uh, they haven't won a series since July 30th. Uh, what is the problem? I, I wanted, I almost sound like Jerry uh, Seinfeld right there for a second there. What's the deal with the Yankees? Yeah, that's bad. What, Josh? They traded Jordan Montgomery. <laughs> I, well, that was a, it's not a terrible idea there, Josh. I'm not gonna lie, that was pretty stupid. Well, yeah, and I mean, I mean, he was what three and three with them as a starter, but he was chewing up innings, putting in good baseball, and he just wasn't getting the W's because the team wasn't having his back 100. percent But they were still winning games in which he pitched. Um, he's come over to St. Louis, and as of right now, he's through five innings, scoreless. Um, I still don't think he's allowed earn or a lot. He's allowed allowed one run. He's He's allowed allowed one run, run. and and all of his starts in St. Louis. Um, He even went and had his his photo changed because in his original photo when he came over the team, it was very. Now the dude's got a grin ear to ear, and he's smiling. He's got a little peach foot or not peach foot, but a little five o'clock shadow in. He's happy to be in St. Louis. And post-trade, he's got to be super happy to be in St. Louis and not be in New York currently. Well, yeah. And I think Josh is happier than Jordan Montgomery. I think. Yeah. Well, he wasn't at the beginning, which is always funny to I me. I was like, like, sour on Bader. Why do you keep playing me up like I was mad about Bader being traded? No, you you were like, I'm not excited about this Montgomery guy. Because I originally heard he didn't want to be here. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. Dude, I was saying, when that's he got what... his picture retaken with a smile on his face, he's I'm pitching not, well. I'm better. good with him. I'm not calling yeah. you out. I was just I was just saying, you know, you were you weren't you were kind of you know iffy about him at the beginning. I was I'm and very so, iffy. And I so didn't you know were, thing about it. And now you're now you love him. He's your favorite player. Oh well, oh, yeah. <laughs> he's one of your favorites now. Uh, but yeah, I mean he, he's he's one of the players I have most confidence in when he's on the mound. Oh. You I mean you have to believe because the Yankees, I mean, they were in on Luis Castillo, they were favorites to get Castillo. They were favorites to get Ben Attendee, who uh, they did get, and he's just shit the bed. Um, they also really um, – they went and got Montes, and Montes has been really bad for them, which I don't I don't know if that's necessarily all his fault. Uh, I, I want to say, you know, just – well, not even the shoulder. I think he just was not getting consistent pitching. And when – I say this all the time. Pitchers are freaks. Like, if you, like, Garrett Cole got pissed off because the first pitch was thrown four minutes late <laughs> on opening day. And we both ragged when on they had, that. Yeah, yeah, when they, yeah. And Joe Torrey was out there and all the Hall of Famers. And it's just like, no. Um, so, and I, 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 I have. You have to go to two opening days. Yeah. And I have to believe, <laughs> I have to believe that the, um, the Yankees were, they were about to get Pablo Lopez 
from the Marlins, which is why they traded Jordan Montgomery. I mean, that is the only reason why I would think that they traded him, but it just kind of fell through at the last minute, and now it looks like they were just idiots because pitching was their biggest problem. And they went and got Montes, and then they were like, oh, well, we're going to get rid of Montgomery. Um, so, yeah, Darren, do you know what what the problem is? I think I do, gentlemen, here. Let me Ooh. give you a desk. <laughs> from watching, I, I, with Montas, I'm going to say right away as an A's fan, he was not that great. But, you know, And I always feel like you pitch in the AL West in Oakland, then go to Yankee Stadium yeah. go against the different lineups. That is always a big thing. So I just want to keep that in mind. It's not like Montas was, oh, he's a lights-out all-star. You know, he's not like that. He didn't have, you know, he's okay, but he had his moment. So I'm not surprised. He could go on a stretch here where he's good too, but um, I'm not surprised he's struggling. To me, it's the hitting. It's the hitting. I, lo- I mean, they've been shut out four times in this stretch. Like yeah. The Yankees shut out? Are you kidding me? I mean, if you look at their lineup, I always feel that you guys can tell me the same way. You guys sound like you guys always watch baseball season and from start to end. If a team starts out hot, that doesn't always mean they're going to finish. No. And no. I feel like it's very rare for a team to go from very start to end in 162 games and be as play as well as, well as you can. To me, the key is for the Yankees is turn around in September. They, you know what I mean? You know how baseball works. You just got to get hot at the at the end. So they're, yeah, they're right. still fine. I think they're okay. But the hitting has not been good. And to me, the biggest reason is Stanton. I just yeah. – I really love Stanton. I think he's a great player, but he's always hurt. So if you're not able to play, man, it doesn't matter. But when he's in and you have him, Judge, and Rizzo, and then you have DJ LeMahieu at in your order, that's pretty solid hitters right there. I, I mean, that to me, that makes a big difference when Stanton's not in the lineup. Well – I was going to touch on that, too, because, um, you know, the Cardinals series against the Yankees was very telling because um, I'm not – I mean, I, I, it was. And we I, and I don't follow – I mean, I, I probably follow the Yankees more than a lot of other fans do. I follow uh, quite a bit, too, because I have yeah. Cole and Judge. I love yeah. those guys. So, yeah. But, um, you, know, the, you know, Anthony Rizzo had comments where he was like, you know, I'm – I'd play in this Cardinal series, but it's August and it's not even worth it right now. And then John Carlos Stanton says, Oh, I want to play, but they won't let me because it's August. And so I think they think, I think the Yankees front office and management is like, Hey, let's, let's make sure that we're prepared because we have a little bit of breathing room in the East, but let's be prepared to, and it's kind of hurting the team morale right now. Whereas in July, the team morale was really high, but and like extremely high. And Did you see like, Aaron Boone yesterday? Yeah, he was hitting the table. Bang the yeah. table. Unbelievable, Josh. What's going yeah. on there? What's going on? <laughs> so and that was nice uh, to see. I'll take yeah. that. And I think, I think Aaron Boone kind of has to do that because if he goes around and he's like, ah, we're, we're right where we want it, we're in a rough spat, patch. If he's not animated like that, he's fired. Even if that's completely the plan, right there. Um, what Josh did in your pregame. Relax. Yeah, yeah, and I and I I firmly believe that they were gonna say they wanted to take a step back and just kind of rest all their starters because the August the month of August is sucky for players. You can't uh, rest starters, are you? Yeah, kidding? that's you that's can't the thing. rest starters. That's, how you, that's how you serious. become crappy yeah. in baseball. Yeah, <laughs> but I don't think they expected it to be it to hurt so bad. I think yeah. that's the problem. And baseball players I, live in a rhythm. Yeah, if you they sit definitely them for do. more than two or three games, 
Mm-hmm. Even if you sit him for two games, a, a hitter can lose his swing. Not, yeah. not lose his swing, but he can lose his, his rhythm, his feelings. Rhythm and I mean, confidence. Oh, yeah. Dude, like the Yankees made, in my opinion, made the biggest mistake in the entire base, entire MLB this season at this point by taking August off. They basically just cashed in August and said, we're not going to worry about it because we're up 15 games going into August. Their lead in the in the East is shrunk to eight. I mean, how many division games do they have left? And most of their divisions playing well, minus Boston. They and lose. Blue Jays, even and also. they lost to the and they lost to Boston last week. Yeah, yeah. The well, first that, time Boston they can lose. That was the yeah. first time uh, Boston has won a series against an AL East team the entire season. Oh, really? Yeah, Dang, that's terrible. Well, they us not... the Yankees was the first time we beaten an AL East team in a series. Yeah, all that's terrible. Yeah. Because we literally we lost the series to Tampa, yeah. we lost to Boston, we That's lost wet. to Baltimore. Yeah, um, I think we split with Toronto. Hey boys, we the AL the AL playoffs. I know you guys are NL fans, but the AL playoffs are shaping shaping up to be pretty good this year. Oh, they're gonna be yeah. fun. I, they're gonna be pretty competitive. I like I like some of the. Uh, there's gonna be some good matchups. I feel like this year. But what I will say is, don't be. I don't think any fan should be surprised if in September Yankees start. Start oh, yeah. uh, getting it back again, and they'll they're going to be like, listen, now we've rested for a month. We're we've had our set, our rough patch because you kind of want to do that. You want to get that yeah. that rough patch done yeah. Yeah. before October for sure. Yeah. But because uh, we've seen that happen, like the Dodgers, basically, um, they are hot the entire season, and then right when October hits, they get knocked out early. Yeah, they get kicked in the balls, and that's just rough. Um, well, this is so, what the yeah. Cardinals do every year. They they play great in April. They have a rough May. Usually their June's horrible. And they start turning around after the All-Star break in July. And then in August and, and September, they're great. Play unreal in September. Yeah, it's it's, yeah. it's almost stupid. This is why as a Cardinals fan, I don't even get mad about the Cardinals until it gets to July. Because that's when I know what the team really is and, and how they yeah, play yeah. ball. That makes but sense. for the Yankees to cool down so fast in August – a screeching with call. all the talent they have. Yeah. That to me says there's a bigger problem than hey, we just got a little cold. I don't um, think their offense is as good. I think that's what we're underrating here. I mean, think about it. Rizzo, are you like, oh no. I mean, like Labor Torres, oh, you know, no. It's yeah. Stanton Judge. Like, those are the guys with DJ LeMahieu in the back, and these other guys gotta do something. Well, they had that's what awesome. was it, Matt King, Matt Carpenter. Uh, another pit reliever. Oh, Carpenter's pitcher. out for the year too now. Yeah. Well, he's no, he's coming back in a couple weeks. But he's I got. He was out for the year. No. Well, he, they he, thought he was going to be, but he apparently is a fast healer. Oh. And so, yeah, right. Yeah. Sorry, my best friend Matt Carpenter gave me the scoop there. Logan got the scoop. I like. Yeah. Right. But yeah, I mean, so I mean, they're kind of playing a little bit handicapped right now, and you know, like you said, San is always injured. But I mean. I think he wants to play. He just they're not letting him play because if he may misplays one game, he's out for the season. Yeah, that's interesting. I like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, do we have any other thoughts on the Yankees right now? Uh it's okay if they're a little bad, right? It's okay. It's just, yeah, uh, it's fantastic. That's, 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 that's my last thought. Yeah. <laughs> Makes the East a lot more interesting because now the yeah. Orioles are are knee deep in the uh East, I believe. Now they're uh, really Really making Vegas, really making Vegas nervous over there. Here, let me just give you a quick rundown of where we're at here. 
New York 74 and 48, eight games in front of Tampa and Toronto. Then Baltimore 63 and 50. And Baltimore's only 10 and a half out. And then you go look at the wild card. Baltimore's only two and a half games out of a wild card spot. Dang. I love you. You know why? Because I was about to do that and then you did it. Nice. And it's like you, you read my mind sometimes, and I love that. You know, uh, the longer anyways. we do this, the more we're going to key in on each other, right? Like, I, I'm getting there. I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll see you later. Anyways, <laughs> um, okay, here, here's something breath. that hits close to home for you, Darren. Yeah. Uh, the Athletics, oh my gosh, I had a stroke right there, uh, released okay? Elvis Andrews and Stephen Piscotty last week. Yes. Uh, Andrews was picked up by the White Sox. Uh, Piscotty hasn't been picked up yet, I don't think. Um, Piscotty has not been good since St. Louis, really. Uh, Come on home, Stephen. We'll rejuvenate your career. No, 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 no. Nope, nope, nope. <laughs> I'm, I'm done rejuvenating careers in St. Louis. <laughs> Uh, hey, it's worse for the last year for uh, two pitchers. Yeah, that's true. I just, I, I'm, I'm afraid that devil magic is going to wear out. But uh, Darren, since you're kind of the, I mean, you're the athletics fan here. I mean, obviously they were, they were wasted (laughs) of roster spots. But I mean, was like, was this shocking to you? Were you sad a little bit or about the Piscotti Andrews thing? Yeah. Yeah. The Piscotti thing, I got to push back on you a little bit, Logan, there. He was actually quite good for the A's for a couple what? of years when they first uh, got him. Like, he was very important to them making the playoffs for the few years that they had. And he had some big games there. He had a few walk offs for him. He gave them, and as you guys know, the reason that the Cardinals did this very cool is they traded him out here because his mo- he's from this area. He went to Stanford. His mom was dying of cancer. And so they traded him out here, kind of almost as a wink, wink deal from the Cardinals, in my opinion, to the A's. Yeah. So and I always liked Piscotty when he was on the Cardinals. When we got him, I was actually really happy, and he was good for a few years. Not like All Star, but capable no. All Star, and he was he was solid. Um, so it is a little bittersweet in that area for the A's. Like I do a lot of A's Twitter and stuff like that, and there was a lot of fans that were pretty not upset about the move, but just you know they liked him and stuff like that type of deal. And it's hard not to like a story from somebody yeah. like that, um, as you guys know, pretty good guy. Andrews, I could care less. You know, whatever from him. He was terrible. I don't even care they got three RBA R, R, three RBIs today for the White Sox. He was one of the worst days of all of all time. He was terrible. Uh, he had a bad attitude. Didn't like him really much at all. It was a terrible signing at the very beginning when the A's did it. I, it made no sense to me. And uh, he was pissed when he didn't get traded at the deadline. And so I'm not surprised he got cut now. Um, so, yeah, I'm a little bittersweet about with Scotty. But the A's are now at least bringing up some young guys. And as you know, as a baseball fan, if you got some young guys to watch it, at least kind of makes it more yeah. fun again. So that's where, if they that's lose, where we're at. They're learning, you know? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. They, and they're going to lose. So let's hope they learn a lot. Maybe <laughs> 500, second half. Though. Still 40 games under 500. <laughs> Andrews, I mean, he's he needs to, he needed to retire like seven years ago, I swear. Um, he hasn't been good. No, he hasn't. He's been a, he's been mediocre. He, he was. Do those guys hang on because they're there's just solid enough defensively at shortstop or something, and they have a track because he's his on base percentage I think is like seven twenty. His his average was like is like two thirty. You know, yeah. he's not he's not good. I mean, other than maybe getting hot in the postseason, I don't. You know, maybe that's what the White Sox for them. Who cares? But to me, you're right. For a full season, he's done. Yeah, that, I mean. I think he had a massive contract too. Uh, it was eight years, hundred yeah. eight eight years, one hundred twenty million. 
bad. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, he's, I, yeah, I, I never liked him. Uh, even though I was a Ranger, I grew up in Ranger, you know, fan Country. base. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I just never liked oh him. Oh my God. Albert Pools just hit number 693. Are you oh kidding me? And the Cardinals take the lead. Well, I guess we should talk about that real quick. <laughs> well, the, well, hey, can I? Hey, can yeah, I, 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 I don't know if you heard our podcast. That was our very first subject this yeah. week was Albert Pools. Could he hit 700? Boys, you're from St. Louis. Can he get? I said he can get it this he's year. Doing it. He, can he do it this year? It's seven away now. Are you kidding me? Last week, I would have said no. But then he started going off, and and I was like, once he got what was it six ninety one, I was like, oh fuck, he's actually getting it. Like it hit me because I mean, listen, at the beginning of the season, we were all like, okay, he he might get it, but it's a it's kind of a pipe dream, you know? Like yeah, I I, I, I was kind of like, he's gonna get with our luck, he's gonna get six ninety nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I I was wondering why my dad was screaming in the background. Um, anyways. Uh, anyways, but, uh, that was anyways. So yeah. So like hitting 690 was just like, a was just a realization like, oh my gosh. And I, I think I tweeted you, you guys, I said, listen, 2009 called, they want their yes. version of Albert Pujols back. And yes. listen, I mean, he's already player of the month. There, oh. there's, there's no way there's no other player right now. I mean, he already, he just won player of the week with uh, Paul Goldschmidt. Uh, which is awesome, actually, because he's on. He if he had the same uh, start as he did like the past two months, he might be he might be MVP too. Dude, this ball um, was this high that he hit out of the park. Um, I mean, it was in his letters. But uh, yeah, I think Sorry. I I think no, no. I was I'm just saying like I think 700 is really really possible because what we have another month and a half left. Yep. Yeah. Well, let's remember, so, I'm the one who at the beginning of the season said he could hit the 700, and I said he could get the RBIs. Now, the really RBIs aren't going to happen. Yes. Damn. What, I said he could get both. What's the RBIs? He needed like 68. Well, he's not going to get that, right? To, for what? Like like, is it all-time more. Cardinals right there? No, this was it, was it was a league something or other. Yeah. But hey, I, I said he'd get the 700, and I said he'd get the RBIs. I also thought he was going to play a little bit more at the beginning of the season than he did. Um, if they would have played him at the beginning of the season like they're playing him now, he easily would have gotten it. We'd already be past 700, and he, he'd have 65 RBIs. Well, he, he just said- hit, he also hit off his 449th different pitcher. He just tied Bonds. Well, well he's, he's going to break that. Um, well, I mean, he said, like, right before the All-Star game, he said, listen, uh, I wasn't feeling right. And then all of a sudden, I figured something out, and I was like, "Oh, During that's nice." Series. Yeah, and I was like, "Oh, that's nice. Good job for good job, Albert." I mean, I'm sure that's going to go away in about five minutes, especially when he hits in the home run derby, which is going to fuck up his his swing. And then all of a sudden, he's, I mean, he, yeah, it really is great. Yeah, he's it really. I mean, Logan what? has to eat crow right now because he was so negative about it. No, it wasn't. I said it was possible. You were positive about it. You, you I, I was you like. Not- it, it was about it. listen. Twenty-one home runs is hard to do, and for forty-two. I mean, you guys realize you had the best baseball player in the last since Barry Bonds. Yeah, 
you have had the best baseball player on your team. And now you guys did do the Mike. You guys didn't do the Mike Trout thing. You said, screw yeah. it. We can't pay you. We want a better right. team all the way around. But you originally have had – you guys had the best players. We did that on our pod. To me, there's yeah. no other better hitter since Bonds. And he's by far – Yeah. Who, had, who hitter, the hell starts yeah. out their career like he did? I mean, yeah. his first four years are sick. Well, like, so, if you look at his, if you look at his stats, if Bonds isn't playing in the 2000s, he has six MVPs in the 2000s alone. Yeah, he's an animal. And <laughs> and like, oh my gosh, uh, like so it, I brought up Bonds. Okay. Even though Bonds had more home runs, I will still argue that Albert is a better hitter than Bonds. No, I'm not. You put their careers up against each other. Albert's a better hitter than Bonds. I did. You know I why? Because you no, look at Bonds right. when he entered the league, yes. and look at Bonds when he exited the league. Look at Albert when he entered the league, and now look at him now. Okay, so Albert's you're basing it on steroids. Steroids. I got you. I'm not well, even saying steroids. But there's well, no... you said based on body physique. So yeah. A... <laughs> I mean, well, yeah. He had something there. Now Bonds could hit the ball before he got jacked. I'll give him that. But he was not as good in his first five years as Albert was in his first five years. Uh, didn't he win an MVP a couple times? Um, he won with at least the Pirates. Uh, he won three with the Pirates, I know. Uh, the I agree with you that bought I saw Bonds all the time. You know, that, yeah. that's going to be – I saw like every at-bat all the time, just kind of yeah. how you probably – so it's going to be a little – it's going to be hard for – yeah, you saw Pools probably every at-bat. So you're seeing him like work the count, break it down. He's the only hitter – you had this. He's the only hitter, Bonds, where I was like, "Oh, he has an advantage on the pitcher." He's literally the only hitter where I was like, "He has an advantage on the pitcher." Usually, the pitcher always has the advantage. Pools, he's next. I'm telling you, he's next. And that the, homer he had off Brad Lidge was the one that puts it to me. Just his whole career, just the 05 series. Yeah, that to me, he's the second best player by and since Bonds. To me, that's where he's at. That's how good he is. Seven six ninety three, Josh. Unreal. Wow. This is the thing for me. Barry Bonds, and listen, we can talk about the steroids thing as an advantage, but he had an on-base percentage career of a four uh, four forty-four. Yes. Did he really? Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Pujols has a three seventy-five career. Now, Pujols, this is the thing for me: is Pujols went from two thousand, what was it, fifteen to twenty-one, where he was just not. He was not there. And if maybe it's – and a lot of people say, you know, he wasn't a very – on a competitive team, and that's why he – because once he went to the Dodgers, it just flipped back on for him. He was the machine right, right there. Um, so that's my thing is Barry Bonds, he was just consistent the entire time, and he was consistently great. And you can talk about the steroids, but a 444 on base percentage, he had – what was it? Uh, yeah, but how many times did he get 2,558 walks. I mean, he was he had a great eye. I always talk about Juan Soto having one of the best eyes in the game. Barry Bonds did. And this was before, you know, steroids. He was already an established, really great um, – he had a really great plate discipline and everything. I mean, Bonds is the best player to ever hit. I mean, it's just not – I mean, I yeah. love pools. But, like – and Royd, I, I just can't put my mind in the Royd area because it's just – it just like I said, advantage over hitter bonds. Yeah. Like I've that's just kind of crazy to think about in that regard. Yeah, and, and walk like, with the bases loaded. 
<laughs> I mean, he, I mean, even if you look over at his uh, stats before, um, what was it, ninety nine when he started using? Yeah. Uh, or, no, probably more two thousand one. I think two thousand one. Yeah. Um, I mean, he was already like a really established. Oh yeah. I mean, hitter. Um, now he started winning like fifteen MVPs in a row after two thousand one, and you can definitely tell the difference. Um, but he was already a really great uh, player. Hey, what, uh, do you, what do you think's harder than guys? Seven hundred home runs, or what we talked about last week—the perfect game. I mean, seven hundred home runs. There's only three of them, right? It's got to be that. Yeah, three hundred seven. Or there's only two of them right now. No, three. Sorry, three. three there's three. three. It was, yeah. yeah, it's Hank Aaron, Bonds, and, uh, and Babe. Ruth. Yeah, uh, it'd, be, it'd be cool to see um, somebody join 700. That, that's all yeah. I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, I think it's a lot more fun to watch. Definitely. Oh my ring! Look at this picture, though. Oh, you they don't even look like the same damn person. Well, yeah, damn it. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, and look, obviously, we don't know for sure what his. But I mean, like, even before he started using the steroids, he has a lot of bold in his. Uh, in his oh, uh, yeah. baseball reference. Um, I mean, and he was always in the MVP. Was he yeah, a nine right time gold glover? His plate vision was ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Seven time MVP, Homer and Derby champ, 14 time all star, eight time gold glove, two batting title, uh, three major league player of the years, and 12 silver sluggers. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> now without, without the ster- uh, steroids, that's. Um, that's nine silver sluggers. That's um, what is it? That's four MVPs. He's a beast, and and that's that's over this. This is over the span of eighty six to uh, two thousand one, which is what fifteen years. And that's why I think Pools thing is very very cool. Yeah, because yeah. we don't see hitters like this every what twenty years. Yeah. Like, that's what we're seeing. We're seeing an all-timer right here. Like, literally a guy that will hit 700 home runs. My kids might not even see that. I, yeah. And that's there's a ton of home runs hit right now. That's my yeah. point. That, that's, to me, that's why I love baseball. Like Josh said, like the Romeo. I love that stuff of it. Yeah. That's why I don't like it. Like, there, there are reasons I don't like it. I love that mystique of things, the all-star game team. So, I do. I just appreciate all that stuff. So, to me, 700 is a big deal. Um, well, let's talk about – let's do this real quick. Because we're talking about Barry Bonds, Jacob Degrom versus Barry Bonds. I saw this uh, on a twi- uh, tweet. Fifty at bats. Uh, who wins? Who has the most? You know, uh, like what do we consider a win for a hitter batting three hundred? Ho- home runs. Okay, home say. runs is what matters. Home Just home runs. runs. I would say against the ground. Yeah. Definitely. I think a win is you know uh, anything with an extra base. That's just me. Okay, we can do that. I mean, if you're giving me 50 at bat with me, Darren? Yeah, I would agree with that. I Let's agree. do that. 50 at bats, I'm saying he at least can get. I want to be arrogant and say 10, but I, I want to say like nine. So I want to say 10. I want to say he's going to. I don't want to say he can get nine. I mean, nine is the number I'm thinking. So nine. Nine extra, extra base hits? Yeah, extra base hits and home runs. So that'd be like five oh, okay. doubles, four homers. You know, there's obviously walks yeah. involved. We don't need to get into all that crap. So, yeah, I'm going to say not, over nine. Close to Yeah. I'm going to say 19. Good Lord. Well, that's even better. Uh, Jacob DeGrom, you suck. What's going on, man? You got to pick it up. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. If Logan's bringing it up and he knows I don't like either 
that I'm not a big fan of either one of these players. You don't like Degrom? Uh, I don't think he's. A, you don't like. You don't like that he's. Guy. You don't like that he gets injured all the time. Right. I don't like guys who get injured all the time. That's my problem. If you're not available, you're not worth the money to me. Yeah. Well, let me tell you something. I was I was getting there too, and then he started. He came back off the injured list, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, this guy's the greatest pitcher of all time." <laughs> um, but I think, oh my gosh, I think Barry Bonds gets it. I think Barry Bonds wins. I think he gets like, I think he goes thirty, like thirty extra base hits. Dang, that many? Because, I mean, you look at the players he played. I mean, I think the closest thing to Jacob DeGrom is uh, the big unit. Uh, Randy Johnson? Randy yeah, Johnson. Yeah, but he didn't face Randy a ton. I'd say Did he not? No, I'd, I mean, he murdered Greg Maddox. I think he's Greg like Maddox? Yeah, or I think Maddox is the guy he struggled against the most. But, yeah, I think that, or one of the – I think Gwen's the guy that killed Maddox. I'm, I had them confused for yeah. a second. Because he played in the NL, so he threw. He saw. He saw a lot of NL West pitchers. Johnson was on the Mariners most of his career over there. Right. Um, Roger Clemens too. I think. I think they faced quite a bit. Right. Yeah. As they got uh, into right. when he played for the Astros. Yeah. 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 So I. I don't know. I. I feel like Barry Bonds gets it, and I don't. I don't know. know maybe thirty. I mean, I would go as high as twenty-five and say it was a fifty-fifty split, but thirty. I, I don't know. I think DeGrom's smart enough. He would work him different. And he probably if, once he started teeing off on him, DeGrom would start doing something different. I mean, yeah. DeGrom's a good pitcher. Like I said, my issue with DeGrom is he's always injured. I don't like guys who are always hurt. Yeah. I just don't. That's fair. Yeah. Um, yeah. At least big so, money guys. <laughs> he doesn't like the big money. Um one last piece of news before we move on. Uh, Joey Votto has announced that he has a torn rotator cuff and will miss yeah. the rest of the season. Uh, he has another one year left year. on his contract. One more year. With a one club option year. after next season, which the uh, Reds are not likely to pick up unless they just really feel nostalgic. Um, th- yeah. Do you think this is the end of Joey Votto next season? Darren, you go first. I think he's gonna play a couple more. Really? I think he's, I think he'll have like a pools type thing. He'll go to a team. I know I, I you guys had those Reds guys on a couple seventh inning stretches ago. Yeah. Ago, so I listened to that podcast, and um, I know they thought that they were kind of saying how Votto is kind of like, well, he only wants to win with the Reds. Well, he ain't winning with the Reds, so wow. he needs to figure out. You know, he's either retiring or he's gonna try to go to another team. I would think he would try to play with another team one more year, see if he can win a ring. Maybe it's not as valuable as winning with Cincinnati, but still a ring. I don't know. Yeah. I still think he'll give it a try. I did like that idea. That, uh, I don't know if you heard it, but they said, you know, he wants to. It would be. He would probably be. He would probably be open to playing for the uh, Blue Jays. Yeah, I did hear that. Yeah, but, and uh, I thought that would be really cool. Yeah, that's not uh, a bad idea. Where he can DH. Yeah. I think uh-huh. his problem is he doesn't want, and I think this was how I interpreted it was that. He doesn't want to play for a super team. He doesn't want to go to a you know Chris Bosh, Dwayne Wade, and LeBron James team. He wants to go to. Oh, he's incorporating basketball. Look at that. Well, that's just what we used last time, so I'm I'm recycling. Okay. Um, yeah, nothing wrong with that. I mean, this oh, season he. I would take Votto to the Cardinals. Him and Pools. 
Well, I think Pools, I don't think Pools comes back. Righty, lefty. Uh, you know, but I would like if Pools is gone and, and Yachty's gone, that clears up a little bit of money. If we need a veteran bat who can teach the younger players how to see the ball out of the pitcher's hands and maybe give them some hitting instruction, I would take him as a DH. You know, if he hits an 80 plus games, I'm I'm happy guy. I mean, this season was a down season. He tweeted, he goes, I thought this year I just sucked. It turned out I was injured. Um, and he, I mean, he had a 319 on base with a 689 OPS with an 86 OPS plus. But last season, he had a 938 OPS. The year uh, 20, he had 800 OPS, 768 and 19, 837 and uh, 18, a 1.032 and 17. I mean, he hasn't had a bad season. Ever. And he kind of fell off after, you know, 2012, 2013. And it's kind of weird. And, like, I'm, I was like, you know, I don't think – even I kind of fell into it because I didn't really look at his um, stats. And I was like, you know, I don't think he's MVP anymore. Or not MVP, a Hall of Famer. I don't think it's he's a shoo-in. But, you know, looking at these stats, he has a career 926 OPS and a 145 OPS plus with um, 342 home runs and a 1,106 RBIs. I think he's a, a Hall of Famer. Now I don't I don't know if he stays after next season just because he's he's 38 years old now. Um, uh, he's going to be 40 when he uh, his contract is up because he's almost 39 right now. Um, yeah, I just don't I don't see him. I, I think it's either the Reds, uh, Blue Jays, or bust. Or I'm, he's like I'm just done. Um. So yeah, uh, but anyways, uh, that goes for that one. Um, do we do we have you for a little bit longer, Darren? Or yeah, I got about I got about like uh, 10, 15 more minutes. If you guys are good okay. with that, uh, yeah, let's do a quick uh, standings uh, look. Yeah. Well, uh, I'm not going to go into the other topic just because. Eh, we we talked enough about Albert Pujols and Barry Bonds. That was fun. <laughs> that was fun though. Yeah. Um. Let's start with the NL, the NL West. Uh, Dodgers, 84 and 36. San Diego, 68 and 56. Uh, San Francisco, 60 and 61. Arizona, 55, 66. Colorado, 53 and 70. Um, the biggest thing right here is, you know, the Dodgers had the best record in baseball, but the Padres, the Padres are have a wild card spot, but they're they're losing it right now. Uh, they are five and five in the last ten. Um, are we worried about the Padres? Uh, I, I'm not too concerned yet. I still feel like they're, and I still feel like they're okay. I, st- I think they can get in the playoffs. I, I mean, they, they have concerns for me, obviously making it a deep run in the playoffs. But I, t- I just the teams behind them. I just, ugh. I just feel like they're better than them. So. Kind of like our theory with the Yankees a little bit. Not quite the same team, but yeah, I, I think they'll play a little better here soon. Yeah, I'm good with that. Well, it's kind of funny because this is like the exact same time that they fell apart last season. True. And I was like, oh, man. And now they're not getting Tatis back, which may be a blessing, but it may also, you know, it kind of screws up, throws a wrench in their uh, plans because now they don't have any shortstop. Yeah. Maybe they'll get it. Hater hasn't been good for them. 
Oh gosh. Uh, they had to remove him from the closer position. So yeah, I don't know. There's definitely some issues. I just kind of don't Give really like the other team behind the Padres yeah. more. So <laughs> yeah. Uh, right now it's Atlanta, 70, uh, Atlanta, San Diego, Philadelphia, and then Milwaukee is a game and a half back, and San Francisco is six games back. Uh, yeah, I don't – not a big yeah. – I think they're better than Milwaukee and San Francisco. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, it, I believe that too. Um, so, yeah. Um, oh, come on. You stupid thing. I don't think that I – I, I don't think San Francisco's got enough to even make the playoffs. Unless something miraculous changes in the, last, in the next five weeks, uh, I do think Milwaukee can get in as a wild card. To be honest with you, that would not be that would be mind blowing to me. I think it could be very possible, especially if San Diego continues to play 500 baseball. Um, San Diego might be out, and it could be Philly and Milwaukee in there in the wild card spots. I think it's a damn shame that Atlanta is going to probably win 90 something games. They're going to be a wild card team. Yeah. Um, unless the Mets falter, but can we talk about, and, and I, and you know how I feel about the Dodgers 700 win percentage. Are you freaking kidding me? That's yeah. insane. They're like, they're like 36 and four in their last uh, 40 games. It's nuts. Like yeah. we play the Cardinals play the Dodgers in September. And that's going to be the testament to me with the way the Cardinals look like they've been rejuvenated. By the way, Montgomery is going into his eighth inning right now of service tonight, which would mean our starters have gone seven or more innings with the exception of two games, every game for like the last eight games. Um, it's just insane in my opinion. Like that's what, we, that's what the Cardinals need. But if we can hold up and we can win one and lose two close ones to the Dodgers or even beat the Dodgers and take the series – that tells me where the Cardinals are at in comparison to record doesn't matter as much as matchup. And um, Darren, I don't know if you've heard this from me before. I know Logan has. In certain in certain games against certain teams in certain situations, I don't think records actually matter. I think it's I think like the Cubs and the Cardinals, Yankees and, and, and Red Sox. I think you throw the the records out the window when those teams yeah. play each other because it's a rivalry game. It's all about the matchup at that point. Yeah, that matchup's going to mean more to me than what the records are at the end of that series. Um, but the Dodgers are just playing ungodly real. I thought San Diego was going to sneak up on the Dodgers and and give them a run after the deadline, and that ain't happening. It's it's just not. The Dodgers are not catchable. The Mets are not going to catch the Dodgers. I think the Mets are a very beatable team by a couple teams that are going to make the playoffs in the NL. To be honest with you. I don't think there's any chance they go to the World Series and they have a Subway Series with the Yankees. No. At this point, I don't even know if the Yankees are going to make the World Series. I think it might be Houston. Well, yeah, Houston God is help just – Logan if it does because that's just going to be hellacious for him. Why? What's wrong with you? I mean, you're not a big fan of Houston. You like their I like city. I, I, I like Houston. I just don't – I don't care enough. Yeah, it's weird. I don't know. Thing I, I don't know. Like I like every team. Uh, like I honestly, I I love baseball more than I probably I probably love baseball more than I love the Cardinals. Honestly. So do you like it more based on the players? Like, um. Like do you like like okay like maybe for example I don't like that guy as much so maybe that team you're not re- or do you just like every team? Well, I I'm like with you. I listen to I'm, all the radio. Yeah. I listen to the teams, but there might be a player. I'm or probably a team like eh, you know whatever. So. I'm actually more of a player guy. 
Um, yeah. I love the players. I, I, I root for the players. I want, I want see the thing is for me is like, if every player does well, then the whole sport does well. And then it gets more people. And then, then we can all share in it, which is why I kind of like, I'm like, guys, we got to get a salary uh, floor so that yeah. way we can have more com- competition here. And then we're not just. If you, you have know, a floor, you have to have a cap. That's just how it I, works. I know. And we need to have that conversation probably in an off season. But yeah, uh, but yeah I, I think I've come up with a cap number you'll actually agree with, though. Just well, so you know. Yeah, I was going to say, let's hold this up for a second. Yeah. Otherwise, we're going to get into it. Uh, but yeah, it's Sorry. no, no, you're fine. No, I just don't want to, I don't want to start spoiling it. Um, but uh, yeah, so that's my thing is I, I, I like, there are some players I don't like uh, just because of their attitudes. Like I don't like Anthony Rendon because there's been rumors like when he signed with the angels, there were a lot of teams that were shocked that he took so much. He uh, accepted a deal with so many years. I think it was six years. Um, cause they said he wanted to, a lot of teams were expecting him to just take a short term deal and make all his money and then he can retire. And cause he doesn't even like baseball. And I was well, like, you, yeah, gotta be, doing? you gotta be shitting me. <laughs> and so he's loving that he's injured right now. Oh yeah. Um, anyways, but that's my thing. And anyways, so, um, the East, uh, Mets 79, 45, Atlanta 75, 48, uh, Philadelphia 66 and 55. Ooh, that's cool. Um, Miami 52 and 69. Washington 41 and 82. Uh, the Mets are another team that is just unstoppable right now. And they just got their the two best pitchers in baseball back uh, in Max Scherzer and uh, Jacob DeGrom. So uh, that's really cool. And like Josh said, it's sad that Atlanta is, you know, they're going to probably get 90, 95 wins. And they're going to – they still get the wild card unless the Mets just do pull Mets and, uh, yeah, implode, which it's not looking like. I mean, they're having fun too. Like uh, the other day, Pete Alonzo was um, – <laughs> did you see this Buck Showalter did, had a pitching change? And <laughs> Pete Alonzo, he gave him, you know, the card that goes in the back pocket where it shows the shifts, and he hands him – he hands Buck Showalter two lottery tickets. I didn't see that. Oh my I gosh! And Showalter looks down. He's like, "What the heck?" And he, it, which is Did so weird. It? No, not not on the mound. I don't think. <laughs> but that would have been cool. But like Buck Showalter is having fun, and you don't ever see Buck Showalter, the manager, have fun. No, he's like, business. Yeah, he's all like he's having fun with this team, and that's so cool. I love it when baseball teams have fun. They're just. It's not all business. It's not all, you know, oh, got to be stoic here. It's They're like, oh, yeah, we're having fun here. Um, hey, bro, say, put a little star on this little topic about having fun. I'm going to bring it up Wednesday. Oh, gosh. The anticipation is killing me. Listen, I've been pretty good at holding my tongue this uh, this evening. Uh, Central, St. Louis yeah. Cardinals, 69. Nice. Uh, and 51. Uh, Milwaukee 64 and 56, Chicago 52 and 68. I'm not going to go with the rest of them because they all suck. Um, Cardinals, they're th- this is something I noticed. They have the best DH in the National League, they have the best reliever in the National League in Ryan Helsley, they have the MVP and potentially cr- triple crown winner in the league, too. Potentially, no jinking. 
Um, also, Nolan Arenado, who's top three in MVP votes right now. Um, and, you know, that they have a, a really good pitching rotation right now, which is really good. Um, I think they're the sixth best team. So that's really exciting, especially as a Cardinal fan. Um, Milwaukee imploding shit. Um, anybody um, on? Um, yeah, I think it's Cardinals division to lose. I mean, they're not, they're not losing this thing. The Brewers aren't good enough. You guys are, you guys are, you got to be feeling pretty good at this point right now. I mean, you'd have to really fall off. I feel like, um, so I feel like the Cardinals is just, all right, let's get to this, get there again. Yeah. Let's see what the matchup is. Kind of like Josh was saying, and we'll go from there with it. So you guys are just as formidable as any team. And I expected to be, I would be stunned if the Brewers came back. Oh gosh. Oh, so gosh. Darren, my preseason yeah. prediction was that the Cardinals would win the world series. Yeah, I remember you saying it. Yeah, I was yeah, very yeah. much against that going into July. Yeah. Post-trade deadline. Yep. I will arguably say we have one of the best starting rotations right now in baseball. Okay. With okay. Michaelis, Wainwright, Quintana, and Montgomery. Yep. And your bullpen. Think, and our bullpen's, you know, more, more times than not, our, our bullpen gets the job done. Now, they do yeah. like to make it very interesting at times, like when we have a five-run lead and they want to only win by one. Um, We're going to have a packed show on Wednesday. I, I keep forgetting there's so many topics right now. But <laughs> let me tell you this much. If the Cardinals face off against the Phillies, the Mets, San Diego or Milwaukee in the playoffs, they will beat every one of those teams. The problem teams for the Cardinals are going to be the Dodgers and Atlanta. If the Dodgers, if the Dodgers and or the Braves can get knocked off before the Cardinals have to face them, the Cardinals will go to the World Series, and they will win. Yeah, um, yeah. I, Make a note now, Darren. Two weeks ago, what was it? Was it the? It wasn't the trade deadline, was it? <laughs> but uh, I, I said, uh, like, I dated it too. Dated it too. But uh, I I predicted the Cardinals are gonna, or I said the Cardinals are gonna win the World Series. I'm pretty I'm pretty comfortable on that one right now. They're just let let me tell you something. Albert is leading this team, not just you know just as a plain leader, but he's he's hitting too, and he's the I don't know about heart. He he's about two years away from having a heart attack, but. <laughs> No, I'm saying his heart, his, his love of the game, his love of the team. The city, oh, okay, that's what you're talking he about. He is leading the team emotionally. His heart is leading something. that team. I tried to kill him. I didn't try to kill him. I didn't try to kill him. But, I mean, I love it whenever he hits a home run, but I get scared every time he hits a home run where he has to <gasps> – Like, can we just – can we just he's, walk around the bases, maybe? He's not doing conditioning in the offseason. We know that's, this. He's playing with sure. the kids. Uh, but let's jump over to the AL real quick. Uh, Yankees, 75 and 48. They're still eight and a half games above uh, Tampa Bay, who's 65 and 55. Toronto is 65 and 55. Uh, Baltimore is 63 and 58. Come on, Baltimore. Uh, yeah. I mean, we want Baltimore. I mean, Baltimore. I do want Baltimore. Is, I've jumped on this train. Yeah. Baltimore is is such a fun team. Uh, they're, they're two and a half games back, uh, out of the wild card, though. So we want – I honestly let me tell you something. I'm not a fan of being against teams uh, on this show. I've said that multiple times, but I fucking hate the Tampa Bay Rays. The Tampa Bay Rays are the worst team 
they play the game. It's like the nerds who are, you know, they see, you know, they see the fans having fun over here and they're like, oh, we can do better than that. And then they come in and they start hitting like trajectories and geometry. And I'm an analytics guy, but I don't like the way they play it. Just because he, so he's an, he admitted he's an analytics guy. He just doesn't like the way the Rays use analytics. Like I said, like I said, they use it as a strategy and not a tool. And that's what I think that's their biggest problem is, you know, you got to use analytics as a tool and not a strategy. You take like, that note yourself, good sir. I do. <laughs> Anyways, um, so what the hell is that? Um, yeah. Sounds out. So, yeah, um, we talked about the Yankees. We talked about the Orioles. I mean, the the Blue Jays, let me tell you something. It, the Blue Jays really need to pick it up. They have been mediocre this entire season. They've had some good stretches, but they've been – with the team that they have, they should. They were the favorites in the, all of baseball. Um, and they have not lived up to their potential. Um, and I know they're pitching like Ryu's injured. Uh, Barrios is not what he's been or they wanted him to be, obviously. Um, but Manoa, Alec Manoa, he's been great for them. Uh, probably their MVP. So uh, they really need to step it up. Uh, Darren? Yeah, I, I agree. They, I think we kind of talked about the Yankees, kind of like we said earlier. But, yeah, the Blue Jays definitely need to kind of kick it in gear a little bit here, especially with the season winding down. I feel like they're better than the teams that are in the running there with the the Rays and the Mariners. I feel like they're, I thought they were better than that at the beginning of the year. So, like I said, I think they have one of the more deadly lineups, but it's just not like, you know, baseball year to year, it can change a little bit here. So, I think the potential is still there. Can they get in the dance? Like you said, it all that matters. I mean, you guys were saying that. I thought it was funny. Like, uh, the Braves, they are going to get the wild card with 92. But, I mean, come on, just like yeah. 10 years ago, there was teams missing that all the time with mm-hmm. that stuff. I mean, the famous one out here is the Giants missing the – with 93, they won 102 games and missed the playoffs because yeah. the Braves beat them in the West. Yes, the Braves were in the West. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. But, yes, that's what it was. <laughs> that whole thing was weird. There wasn't even a – yeah, there wasn't even it was a West uh, DS or a wild card over. back then or anything. But right to the ALCS or the NLCS. It's all you all kinds of messed up. My topic on, on Toronto is uh, – yeah, they're not playing to their potential as a whole, but if they were in any other division in the AL, yeah. they would easily be the a Central, good team. Easily. You know, I mean, the Central, they'd be blowing it out. I think their record does not reflect their talent because when you see them match up against teams in other divisions, they typically play fairly well. Um, Logan, if you can pull that up quick enough on baseball reference, what their interdivision record is, and I could be wrong because I don't have another. Um, I mean, I'm going off my. I was I just guess. looking at that. Um, uh, yeah, if you can give that to me and help me out, back me up. Maybe you can tell me I'm wrong. And what, what's new? You always tell me I'm wrong. Uh, Darren, you were allowed to laugh at that one. In the in the east, they are twenty four. They are twenty four and twenty four. Okay, so minus the twenty four wins and the twenty four losses, I guess the record doesn't change all that much. No, it's about the same. So look, my argument just went to hell in a handbasket. Uh, I don't know. I think Toronto's a better team than what the record shows. I, I I think it comes down to them just missing a piece here, missing a piece there. Vlad Guerrero Jr. has not been what I expected him to be this year. 
Uh, Bo Bichette has not been what I expected him to be this year. I know Logan's got that look on his face. I expected these two guys to break out and be like Goldie yeah. and Arenado for the Cardinals. Just like lighten it up every month. One of them's in the top player of the month yep. conversation. They, had, they haven't been that way. Um, it is what it is. I would love for Toronto to be good. Um, not because I like Canada or anything, but uh, I picked Toronto to, to be a force to be reckoned with in the preseason, so I'd like to look intelligent. Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, they let me down. So. Vladdy had 26 home has 26 home runs, 350 on base, and a 854 OPS. It's not bad. It's not it's as good as his last season. Yeah, yeah. It's a. It's definitely a. If they get in, down. nobody wants to face them. That's no. You know, that's I hope thing. so, especially with that uh, with that fan base in yeah. the playoffs. It's one of the best in the playoffs. Um, yeah, and then our last division, or, or second to last division, uh, Central. Uh, Cleveland 64 and 56, Twins 62 and 58, uh, White Sox 62 and 60. Um, oh my gosh, this is a terrible team. The, the Guardians have a 533 winning percentage. Um, yeah, eight games above 500. It's just, they're just, the whole division is crap and it annoys me to no end. So, um, yeah, uh, I kind of want the Twins to win it, but it's I don't I don't know that. I'm pulling for the White Sox. I'm for it. <sighs> I, I honestly I can't root for Tony Larusa right now. I understand. I told you why I like Andrew Vaughn for them, so I'm pulling for the White Sox for that reason. Yeah. Oh yeah, Andrew Vaughn. I'm not pulling uh, for him. Yeah. Yeah. They're gonna be in. They're gonna be loving it, and then they're gonna get out especially if it's the Twins, because they're going to face the Yankees and the Yankees are going to sweep them like they have the last 10 years, I think. Um, by the way, quick uh, quick Albert fact. Albert Pujols just became the second visiting player with at least 30 home runs at Wrigley Field in the division era uh, since 1969. Dang. He's got a lot there, for sure. <laughs> yeah, 30 home runs. Yeah. Um, Montgomery right now. Has one out in the bottom of the ninth, going for a complete game. And his pitch count is 93, I think. I'm a little far away from the TV, and that's a little small. Montgomery might go for a perfect game with the Cardinals. Not perfect game, excuse me, complete game. I thought you pulled a dandy Mac on me. Okay, last division. Uh, Houston, 78 and 45. Seattle, 66 and 56. Uh, Rangers, 56 and 66. Astros are the best record record in the AL. Um, Seattle is finally picking up steam. Uh, at well, what are they? Uh, They'll fight a base now. Yeah, I mean they're in the they're in the wild card right now, which is good. Um, so I mean, yeah, uh, it's it's a really good division. They're both six and four in their last ten, so that's interesting. Um, Astros. I think they just lost the series to the Braves. Um, and to the A's, Luigi. Yeah. So yeah, it's uh, that's there you go. yeah, that's interesting. So um, look, they're, they're still the best team. They're yeah, still they're still the best. The best team. Team. Yeah, it's not like it, it's not a Yankees meltdown yet, but uh, it's just interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's really cool. Um, yeah. Next Monday we're gonna do an interesting, you know what we're playoff bracket things. And so 
we'll get into we'll explore this more next week. But uh, yeah, Darren, you have to be over that one. <laughs> yeah, next week is going to be fun. Um, I also have another special guest coming in that week, so it's going to be really fun. Uh, he doesn't I'll tell talk. me anything, so I'm surprised. Sorry, he he just confirmed with me today, so sorry. Um, but anyways, do we have anything else we want to say real quick? Thanks, guys, for having me on again. Appreciate it. Yeah. No, we love baseball having you on, man. Yeah, you're practically a member now. So. Yeah, I'm looking yeah, forward to well be a regular. So, yeah, there we go. Well. At least till football that. season. And there I, we go. There we hey. go. I look forward to listening to that Wednesday one. Let's see what you guys got to say about the Cardinals there. Oh, so. gosh. I'll keep a lookout for it. Yeah. My knuckles will be bloody. I have by the end of that episode. Oh gosh, I have Brandon Moore uh, from the fifth hole, uh, the five hole, moderating for us. There you go. There you go. The Not the hole. Sorry. The fifth I, hole. I, I, listen, I knew what he meant, though. I, knew I had a bad week. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, you just played the sixth hole after that. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, anyways, um, Josh, yeah, or Darren, do you want to plug Fat Boy Fadeaway real quick? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Check us out. Fat Boy Fadeaway just did a podcast yesterday. Talked about your boy, Pujols, there hitting 700. Also, talked a little bit about, uh, we, we talked a little bit NBA, uh, went there. Then we talked, a little, we jumped in. Talked a little bit. I think you guys will like the topic. Odd memorabilia. So things that aren't necessarily popular that you might be interested in. So I always say, so stuff for me might be like Jorge Posada's glove that tagged out Jason Giambi. Weird stuff like that. Maybe the wheelchair Paul Pierce got put back into and then he came back in. You know, weird stuff like that. So check out our podcast, uh, Variety Sports Network. And uh, like I said, thanks for letting me jump on with you guys on the seventh inning stretch. The famous Bo Jackson bat. There you go. Oh, the broken one. That's a great one. That's an unreal call right there. You're welcome there. You guys should have just had me on yesterday. No. Uh, (laughs) I I started listening to it because Darren got really offended that I didn't know his style yet. And I was like, I I haven't listened to you. I have not. I I, I can tell. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) No. But, uh, Josh, do you have a sweet Cardinals one? Uh, Josh, do you have any wise words of wisdom you want to say before you kick it? It's a Monday, ladies and gentlemen. It's almost Tuesday. One day down, four to go. Drink in moderation throughout the week. Drink heavily on Saturday. Hydrate on Sunday and get ready to kick some more butt next week. Have a great week. Watch some baseball. Get ready for some preseason football. College football shows up not this weekend, but next weekend. I'm jacked up. I'm ready to rock and roll. In the words of some famous country singer, it's always Saturday somewhere. Um, so drink heavily every day. Um, anyways. <laughs> yeah, uh, be sure to tune in on Wednesday. It's going to be VSN Civil War. Boom. Um, it'll be fine. We're fine. We're fine. I, I'm i not worried. We're, we're going to be fine. We're going to be fine. It's going to be fine. you're not worried is because you're in Texas and I'm in Missouri. I, oh, calm down. It's not going to get that physical. That physical. <laughs> well, it won't because we're in two different states. Yeah. But, you know, we're, we're going to be fine. We're not going to – our friendship stays stronger than Yachty's stupidity. Anyways <laughs> – sorry, I had to go oh, that one. Oh, he took a shot. I know. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. The problem Anyways, is I mildly agree with you. But – No, don't say that. We have to fight – Oh, we're gonna death. fight. This is gonna, we're gonna fight because of what WWE. Oh, what uh, I said. 
Hey, okay. Steve, man, I, better, I better get off before I get in a fight yeah. with my wife. So I'm yeah. going to take it easy out of this one. I'll see you guys <laughs> next week. All see right. you, Darren. See you later. Josh, hit that sick beat. All right, guys. Hey, everybody yeah. have a great week. We'll see you on Wednesday for Carter. Live Friday. long and watch baseball or watch the day.